Talk Lavish, where us ladies get real about it and talk about it. I'm your co-host, Pam. I'm Anna. I'm Lila. I'm Denise. And we are back with another awesome episode, okay? And the title of this episode is, It Can Be You. Yes, it can be you. So I was um, doing some research in the city of Stockton. Um, our group not only represents Stockton, we also hold it down for Old Town, which is Oakland, you feel me? Right so, <laughs> so it's time to give back. And I think a lot of people, they don't really put into consideration of how blessed and how grateful you know that they really are we complain about the simple things in life but you think about it somebody's always going through much more harder times than you you see what i'm saying so in the city of stockton there are approximately 3,129 homeless people take that back 3,129 people in the san joaquin county with 977 of those people residing right here in stockton which is crazy it's crazy okay i'm not sure if you guys know if you ever been to stockton stockton gets a little bit too scorchers heat you know I mean? yo if you fart your fart gonna stay in one spot that's how bad it is it's, it's terrible it is and so you know approaching is really really up you know in heat and temperatures and a lot of people dozens of homeless people die you know and, and it's crazy so we want to put it out there we want to do some a little bit of a community work and step out there and, and you know and make it try our best to make a change even if it's just a small change yeah. so yeah so a lot of people you know, they have dozens of questions from the homeless people. People don't just wake up and say, oh, I'm going to be homeless today. No, you know what I mean? It's something had to happen. Some A traumatic experience happened to them. So what do you guys think about um, doing community work for the homeless? What, what, well, How do you feel this could be a good thing for you by giving back? I think it's great. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it, feel, it feels good giving, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> Me and my family have done it in the past, like me and the kids and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, I mean, I'll cook a lot of something and they might not like it. It's okay. I like it. They might not like mm-hmm. it though. So um, instead of throwing it out, we'll just like, you know, bag it up or we'll put it in some containers and then go pass it out. Like, I mean, yeah, make a good use of it, right? Yeah. You know, and karma. People yeah, always good. appreciate it though. I mean, like, I remember the last meal that I had made, it was. I think the winter before COVID, and we had the uh, cheddar broccoli soup, and oh, you know, soup kind of stretchy. Uh-huh. So we had um, put in bowls and little Tupperware containers, and we Smart. all to pass it out, and people really appreciated it, and it, it makes you feel good too. Yeah, know, helping somebody else out. So. I, I would agree that the. I mean, we could all go without sometimes. You know what I mean? Like that extra cheeseburger that you got from the Wendy's drive-thru. You didn't need that. You supposed to be losing weight, girl. Get it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes I feel, I I can agree that the feeling how it feels when you give is priceless Mm -hmm. you know what i mean nothing can compare to it most definitely you have you guys have any experiences of of giving out to somebody or giving up something that you you could have went without to give somebody else of course yeah like um uh for instance for me and my mom we didn't have very much we lived on a very small income uh but when we did have some you know didn't need anymore Mm -hmm. then basically you know we would take it and give it to the homeless so it's like even though we didn't have very much, we, we found something that to give to mm-hmm. others. Yeah, that's good. I think mine would be giving away clothes. Yeah. Because I have hell of clothes. Mm-hmm. And I would give away, well, really, I'm doing spring cleaning, but I know it's going to somebody else that can use it. Yes, yeah, okay. So they have drop boxes. You know, mm-hmm. you can bag yes, your stuff up. And I, I gave away so much stuff. 
Yeah, let's talk about those drop boxes, though. Are they really helping? Because <laughs> some of our organizations that do take it, it's really, really going to the homeless, though. You know what I mean? Are you going to be resell it? They resell it, but they sell, obviously sell it for like very cheaper price. Yeah, true. When you're giving it away, you're not giving it away for them to sell it. You can sell it yourself. Exactly. Yeah, that is and true. You know, I might have a yard sale then next time. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's the game that's funny in your pocket, isn't that? Okay, I'm helping you by lowering lowering your prices. Okay. Okay. It's a joke. Just kidding. So we must do go outside and just be like, hey, you want this? You know what I mean? I mean, 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 technically you can, right? But you know what? You can also donate to, I know, Socks and Shelter. Mm -hmm. A couple of times I have, because, you know, right now I got a lot of kids. So, (laughs) and they grow fast. So Uh we had bagged up a lot of our stuff and we took it directly there. And they appreciated it. So, oh, yeah. I that's think that's good. better because if you're doing this directly there, or, or you know where it's like going. A, you know where it's going, mm-hmm. or you find like an orphanage or something like that. And, and those kids need it more than anything. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot of little programs that have it yearly for them to be able to, for the people to donate. But I feel like yearly. I mean, you need to be, people need to be donated like every six months or with every th- every like little quarter section, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, because kids, like you say, they grow up too fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can also donate to uh, churches and stuff. I know when Nani and it was little, I did that. I donated to the church or her, mm-hmm. like, you know, strollers and all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. just I was yeah. cleaning my apartment out too. I was doing spring cleaning, but I gave it to the church because you know there's a lot of families and stuff there. Yeah, so. I think it's. Man, when I see homeless people on the street that are kids, it it bothers me. I just it's something about I think I know I'm a mother, but I think it automatically triggers you as a mom. You know what I mean? But it's just like man, it's just man. You just never know. So the stuff we complain about is nothing. It's not in comparison to somebody who is doing way worse than you. So you think you got a bad? It's always somebody that's going through much more harder times than you ever could experience. Some people just wake up and just want to go go back to sleep and never wake up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we need to make that clear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um. So they said fifty percent of the veterans in Stockton are without they're homeless now considering the fact in the U.S. you know veterans they they, they put their lives on the line to be able to, to fight for us so we can have freedom so we can be able to be alive today shouldn't there be something different besides the VA loans that they're granted free education that they're granted I mean a lot of these people that come back they have a lot of additional issues that come back with them a lot of them have to suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder a lot of them have um, um, you know all these other health issues in, in response to coming back and fighting in, in combat and in the war so when you think about it it's like I mean personally this is how I feel if I think if you suffered and sacrificed your ass on the front lines, mm-hmm. when I come back, I need to have a house to live in. When I come back, I don't care if I'm in, I'm in drug infested, whatever the case may be. You should be providing, you should be providing all programs to help me come up. Period. That's how I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? Especially if I put my life on the line and and serve for this motherfucking country. Excuse my French. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But what do you guys think about the whole thing about veterans being disabled and out in these streets under these freeways? Well, that's, clearly that's unfair, right? But I haven't done too much research to to find to know exactly mm-hmm. what they offer and what they don't offer to the veterans. But mm-hmm. I know what I hear is that they make it sound good. You know, when you get involved, that you're going to be offered this, you're going to have paid this. When you get out, your family's taken care of. And yet, you do see a lot of homeless guys with the veteran hats on mm-hmm. like i'm a veteran i'm outside and i'm not taken care of or i get the minimum you know i'm getting like ga you know what i'm saying like i'm getting small stuff and to survive off of and in this day and time with 15 dollars not even enough an hour that's right you especially in california so, or like a, like a selective type of thing whatever your ranking is that's kind of like determines uh how how you well you will be to, to be taken care of in some senses yeah, um, and that's what's even sadder. Like it doesn't matter if I was a soldier, if I was a general, or nothing. I put my lifeline, my yeah. life on the line, to for this country. So I, I deserve some respect, and I deserve mental help, help or whatever the case yeah. may be. 
And yeah. we all know this country is pretty shitty at taking care of its people, period. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of them, that is true. A lot of them, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, they have mental problems. They have post-traumatic stress disorder. A lot of them come back with no legs. They're physically, physically disabled. So I kind of look at that as kind of like, it's a shame when I see people that are veterans and they're out in the streets and they're homeless. You know what I mean? That's, that's not okay. But I mean, I'm sure, you know, it'll all come together eventually. But we need to think about the here and now. So Stockton. Okay, Stockton is what was, you know, one of the amongst the 13 cities Michael Mayor Tubbs had pushed for Stockton to become on the list of the 13 cities to receive funding from the state. Um, and basically, I think it was 275 point, I think what, 275 million, um, quote me correctly. And um, from the state, it was announced 12 billion, uh, 12 million, 12 billion mm -hmm. um, planning to provide 65,000 people with housing placements, more than 300,000 people with housing stability and create 46,000 new housing units for the homeless supposedly yeah right and in one from that money what they decided to do was 6.5 million of that roughly was supposed to go to the city of stockton so they can build a homeless shelter for men mm -hmm. and guess what they're building it out of the eco-friendly organic way which is cool i ain't knocking it Mm -hmm. I like crates that. i think it's cute crates mm -hmm. right uh-huh so crates, it's supposed yeah. to be like a updated type of scale you know organic type of thing which is mm -hmm. it's supposed to house a lot of the men Can you think about it you hear about the the women's shelter that's all you really hear about mm -hmm. in stockton mm -hmm. you know so now they're, they're putting in work for the men there's dozens and dozens of men that don't really have like a set shelter they have a shelter but it's really tiny you seen it it's not that big mm -hmm. so um they're putting in work for the men which is which is awesome I, I stand by that and so i'm hoping that that um will actually come into place but you know with with COVID and everything everything slowed down they talked about those plans way back two years ago 2019. you see what i'm saying it's just like what about now and that's something to talk about like for instance of what being homeless in COVID is like you know me being a driver a bus driver and seeing like a lot of people get on the bus and be you know homeless and they don't have masks. They don't have, you know what I mean? They don't have the proper care of themselves. And and also, it's kind of like, do they really care? I mean, like, my life is already in shambles in a sense. Mm -hmm. And like this pandemic and, you know, you know what I mean? Like, overall, like, I think even then for them, I probably put them at even more below. Like, dang, like, I can't even take care of myself. And now I'm in this. I'm now, I'm, everybody recognize me as like a leper because I'm homeless. And now that I don't, I'm in the pandemic and I'm not really to care for, I'm, pr I'm probably really going to be shunned now. You know what I mean? That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. So there are plenty of consequences that come with being homeless. Yeah. You know, and in the midst of those plenty of consequences, one a few of them are the increased chance of entering the criminal justice system because you go without how you gonna eat you gonna steal it correct I'm you by any means I'm steal it. i am too i'm, I'm still i'm robbing it. everybody sorry okay i may not rob you and cause physical harm but don't drop no apples because i'm picking them up i mean if you're hungry i mean just <laughs> little start. okay right right okay um right. A, a few more are substance misuse Okay, so if you already have a problem when it comes down to drugs or whatever the case may be, a lot of those times those instances get you in the place of where you're homeless in the first place. But when you're homeless, you you know what I mean? That's all you got. So that's one of them too. Mm -hmm. The loss of ability to care for oneself. You know, you just don't care. You know what I mean? I've seen a few people that were homeless that look pretty good on how they manage, but they figure it out. I mean. Take it till you make it. Right, do something. <laughs> okay, the increased chances of abuse and violence. Okay. And another one, the last one, last but not least, development of behavioral problems over time. I used to work at a community center, and it was haunted. It's called the Teen Center, the Impact Teen Center. We're not haunted. Don't go there. <laughs> don't go there. Sorry. Okay, please don't say that. Yeah, a ghost said sorry up in there one time. Y'all think I'm crazy, but it's the facts. Long story short, 
that area is riddled. It's, it's right smack down in the middle of, of downtown off of El Dorado. It, that place used to be an old building. Um, I think it used to be a bowling alley, if I'm not mistaken. El Dorado Bowl. If you guys are from Stockton, you know exactly what that is. But long story short, it was riddled downtown with a whole bunch of homeless people. And sometimes they'll just, you know, make it. They, sometimes they make it harder for you. A lot of businesses, they don't want no homeless people around because they leave, you know, mess up the place. They leave, they, they, they doodoo in public, pee in public, and it's, it's, it, it draws your customers away. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's panhandling. So I understand that. But just like I hate when people say, "Yeah, get away from here." Where you gonna go? My home is outside. This right. is you my in my house, house. right? Yeah. You know, so so You're walking in my living room. My thing is this: when I used to work there, I used to see homeless people. I used to have countless interactions with them all the time. And I stayed distance from someone kind of crazy, but I used to tell him, "Look, dude, look." As long as you gone before the morning and you clean up your trash that you the food that you ate, I'm good. I, I ain't got a problem with you. You can stay here all uh, just be gone before the morning come. And they go, oh, okay, ma'am, okay, sis. They have the understanding. Next, you know, I come back in the morning, stay. They gone. They clean up the trash. But it's just, I, I don't know how to explain it. I remember one time I was working late, and I had pulled up. I had pulled up, and there was a lady there. I had pulled up close to the sidewalk so I could watch my car. I could see it while I was cleaning up in the inside of the building. But I had parked right there, and it was a older homeless black lady she was by herself and she didn't move she didn't budge and then i said hi she's like hi I, I, I'm, I'm gonna leave i'm gonna leave i'm gonna leave. i said no, no no so you can stay there it's all good i said i ain't tripping and i went in there i stayed in there for about two hours at, at the job i came out she was still there and so she was still there but she was asleep wrapped in the blanket so i was like you know what before i went out it was a whole bunch of cup of noodles that were going to go to the trash anyway so i heated that cup of noodles up i put it right next to her and then Next, you know, I drove off and I took off and I, and that was and I never seen her again. Up until two days later, I was working late at night at the teen center. I was by myself. So I'm looking to the left, looking to the right. And I hear somebody banging on the door and I'm like, who is that at the door? Oh, my gosh, a homeless person. Who, who can that be? Because everybody that knocked on the door, they, they, obviously they, they have the key to get in. So I was like, oh, shit, Jesus, who's that by the door? So um, next, you know, I peeked outside and I caught her right in the action. She was walking away and she was like, I just want to say thank you. <laughs> and then that was it. I never seen Aww. her. I, mean, I never seen her again. You, after. you did that out of the kindness of your heart. Nothing told you to do it. Well, something in your in your heart told mm-hmm. you to do it. But overall, you didn't have to do that, but you did it. And that's very sweet. It's good. I feel like if that was me, I would want somebody to do that for me. Yeah. And that's how I feel. You know what I mean? But so. I feel like that too. But mm-hmm. I also feel like it's been times where. I'll pull into a gas station. You'll see somebody come ask you for money, mm-hmm. and you have a heart, and you, you know you feel warm, so you want to give them money. And when you come back the next day, it's the same dude ask for money, so he ain't got gas. Yeah. And it's like I just, you have no gas every day. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah, like no. it's, there a are those motive. ones that want to trick you. That's true. It's times it like it was a it was a time where, you know, daddy ended up <laughs> ended up giving somebody some Taco Bell one time, and the dude would look at the burrito and say, "What's this?" You know what I'm saying? Because oh, oh. he was he was asking for money, and daddy was like. Well, I can just, you know, I'll just give you some evil to go into the drive. I, when I come back around, give you some sweet to He looked like, what's this? What's this shit? Like, so he clearly oh, wow. didn't want the cup of noodles. Yeah, that's, you know what I'm saying? I can't, if I'm a bit, I can't be doing that. I have, a, I have a story real quick. I remember this was about maybe five plus years ago. I was at the mall. It was around Christmas time. It was this little old, I think she was an Asian lady. Mm-hmm. You know, an Asian lady. Um, I, was, I was sitting in my car about to go in the mall shopping. I mean, the, the mall was packed. Mm-hmm. So she came next to my window and she started wiping away her tears like she was crying. So, of course, you're going to be like, see a little old lady, you're going to be so sorry, you feel sorry, you know. So yeah. I get out and I'm like, what's the matter? She was like, oh, start cry- real tears coming in her eyes. Oh, I'm trying to get somewhere, she said she was going. She was like, I don't have no money, da, da, blah, 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 blah. So I gave her $20 in my pocket. I feel mm-hmm. so bad for the lady. I'm like, I hope she, no, because I mean, it, she looked really 
like her her story sounded legitimate, mm-hmm. you know, like just like all the motion she was putting into it, you know, like I didn't think she was a fraud. She sold it. She hmm. did that kind of. Let me tell you something. Ooh-hoo. The next year, same mall, I'm shopping again. <gasps> Guess who come to my window? The same story. Same the oh, same no. lady. When I see her, I'm like. I wrote it when I said, let me guess. You from out of town. You can't get home. You need some money, right? She turned around and walked away. <gasps> so it's kind of like, you know, those kind of people yeah. do put like a bad, bad stigma. Yeah, on yeah. it. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. like you want to help people, but then it's kind of like you got the ones trying to get over on you and stuff like that. And it kind of make, makes you harden. Yeah, harden. Yeah. Okay, we talked about the time where Denise, for example, I know she said she was in San Francisco one time and she needed mm-hmm. to get on BART and she said, dude, I just needed 50 cent. Dude, I remember she called me and she was like, I don't remember the story. She said, what? I needed 50 cent. This was years ago. It had to be a long time ago. Years, years yeah. ago, you was yeah. but I think you worked at Armani Exchange a long time ago. And you had 50 cent? And she, no, no, no. She lost her wallet. She lost her wallet. Something like that. She ended up calling me. She's like, dude, I, I lost my wallet. Something. She said, I just needed 50 cent to get on the BART to get home. She said, uh-huh. I lost, I don't know what happened to her wallet. She said, dude, I was asking everybody if they thought I was a bum. <gasps> and she said, I wasn't dressed like a bum. She said, I wasn't dressed like a bum. You Armani Exchange. Do you remember this? She yeah, said, I, I was dressed. I want to exchange. You have to dress up. You have to yeah. dress real, yeah. real nice. Yeah. She said, I really legit lost. I know I'm telling you a story, but she was yeah. like, I legit lost my wallet, and I'm not. You clearly see, I'm not a bum. I mean, I'm sorry, not homeless. And I just wanted to get on the bar just to get home. And she said, she said, that it, I just need two quarters, please. And nobody will effort her. Wow. And she said, so I started saying, how about if I start asking for nickels? Man, if I just ask for nickels, I just should make a joke at the time, but she was like, if I at least ask for nickels, I can get enough nickels to equal up fifty cents. And she was <laughs> yeah. so I can get home. She said, I really was. I'm not. Yeah, you know, but yeah. I think that goes. People are so cold that they like. I don't. I've been tricked so many times. Screw you, lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? that's scandalous. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. So, oh, oh, if you don't mind me asking, how'd you get home that day, baby? Well, somebody finally took pity on me and gave me some money. <laughs> oh wow, so, some brave soul. Some brave soul. But um, overall, like, yeah, there's just stories like that, and I, and I have a story like that as well. Where, <laughs> of course, <clears throat> and it be, I, and I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all have seen it's like um, the people that come from across the. Uh, country or whatever um the um arabic people or whatever uh, and they're like at the freeways and they they were, they were right there over there in west oakland and it was like a it was like boom 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 like one at each at each light mm-hmm. as you go in if anybody's ever been in west oakland when you're about to get on by, by west uh west macarthur or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like literally like three uh lights before you get onto the freeway and it was a homeless person asking for money, a homeless person, one of the people asking for money, another one of them asking for money. And it's like, if I have my baby, you know, stuff. Mm. And, and, and those are the ones that, like, you, they, they, you tear, they tear at your heart, like, oh, she has kids. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I wish I had something. And, but it's like, then you look at them. And I know that it's something that is you, we shouldn't, but then we look at them and we kind of look at their social, the, what kind of clothes they have. Mm-hmm. Their clothes are not tattered. Um, what type of shoes they have on. Like, you start to look at their whole person and yeah. you kind of getting your hair Touch like, well, them. How, how, are you, how you have a whole cell phone right now and you ask me for money? Nah, 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 nah. I, 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 nah mm-hmm. I'm not about to do that. I'm not, I'm not about to give you no money. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you have money to pay for your phone bill. You know what I mean? You 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 start to prejudge Judge, them yeah. because of what they have on. And you, know you know see, I mean? and mm-hmm. that's what basically happened to me. You know, you judge me. Obviously, this woman just just wants some money from yeah. you. You know what I mean? And that's that's well, look what, at the Obama phones now. So yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, Make that one call a month, keep your phone on type stuff. Not that I, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my mama got it. So she <laughs> She's making that one phone call a month. Yeah, I can use a free phone. Um. Wow. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. Um. I don't know. I, th- I think I'll have too much pride to ask. But then again, you don't know what type of actions or what type of behavior you'll have when it comes down to just for 
just to survive. Yeah. Like you don't know what you're doing until you're put into that situation. I so I mean, if survival mode kicks in, you yeah, you, know you kind of the instinct like that out. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's cool. That's cool. Um, so um, I had a quick question for you guys too. So as far as interacting with the homeless that seem to be ungrateful, um. She Lala mentions a story that she's seen at the mall and she's seen the same person back again. Just so happened to be the following year. Do you have any stories like that where you happen to see, see the exact same person? There's a person that stands right off of Hammer Lane and Kelly Drive. He's an older guy. I remember one time I felt so bad for him. I gave him it was extra change. I was bowling at the time. So I gave him a ten dollar bill. And I gave it to him Right And most people are like Hey that's Rich. doing too much But I decided to give it to him Because it's like I feel really bad for him But then every single time I pulled up at that light The following week The next week The next month He was still there So my thing is If you stand there with a sign dude You can stand there and get paid What Nine bucks Ten dollars an hour Doing free furniture 50% off You know how them signs They stand at the corner Yeah Something yeah. If you can yeah. stand a sign With doing that You can stand a sign And get paid for it Damn it mm-hmm. So I don't know but that was my experience with the, with the repeating of one but I just you know sometimes I, sometimes it just kind of I think the Holy Spirit deep down compels you and I'm not sure if you're, some of y'all believe in God mm-hmm. but sometimes you need to listen to that little instinct because you never know I like seeing people that I give money to I never see them again mm-hmm. they went somewhere they made a profit they did something with it so if I never see them again obviously I hope that you know I sent them along the way and it, you know or this I need some gas gas station mm-hmm. my husband's type of person oh you need some gas okay well let me see you need some gas okay I'm not gonna give you no cash. Let me pump it for you. Get you on, get you on your way. And yeah. most people that are really sincere, they go, "Sure, yeah, absolutely, right here." Mm-hmm. And then you know, I never see them again. Mm-hmm. I had that situation before. Yeah. Not <laughs> so. What about drugs, guys? Some of these people are outside and homeless, and it's because of their substance abuse. Yeah. Over like time. I know people, you know, ex friends of mine that had issues like that, and they went to NA. Narcotics Anonymous and they clean this. They went from cars to com- condos and they cleaned themselves up and now they're in their own apartments and they're living life normally. Mm-hmm. But they was once living out their cars, you know. And I think, I think for this particular person, it was drugs was involved. It was, of course, with that, you don't go to work because you, Shanghai, you know what I'm saying? You're not worried about work. You're missing work. And then when you're trying to find a job, you can't find a job. Like, you know things like that so the person, yeah. the, the person that i'm talking about used to live in her car and was homeless at one point and then cleaned up her act and now she's she's fine it's great sober yeah it's good. good congratulations to her yeah. what about the ones that can't afford it especially now after covid mm-hmm. you know can't find a job lost their job stuff like that unemployment everybody know how it was how hard it was dealing with it's difficult yeah you know so what about those people you know, like it's not always drugs. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not always men- mental illness. It's just like hard times. Yeah, hard times. You know. Yeah. It's like um, over on Weber, Weber and Lincoln mm-hmm. over there. Homeless people. Was mm-hmm. at, um, mm-hmm. Somebody I know was talking about. There was a kid living over there because, like, you know, it's like a camp, a homeless camp over mm-hmm. there, and there was a kid there living there in one of the cars. It's like that right there. I mean, yeah. That's well. You would think with the kids though, it would be some type of child protective service or something. Correct. So what I had heard was child protective services did come over there. Oh lord. But it's kind of like I mean, I just I I put myself in that position. You know, I pray to God I never be like that. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of like if you lost your job, you can't get no help from EDD. You welfare. 
you know I mean that's not everybody know that's not enough it's you know name. and you force living in a car and then cps come over there looking for your kid to take your kid mm-hmm. you know that's just like that will push you over the worst edge. of the worst <laughs> yeah. yeah you know so yeah I, I feel bad for a lot of people like certain people you know I, I really feel bad for i have a heart for yeah so i think that's just a problem in america today though like they're not offering jobs they don't have they don't have jobs out there that's paying enough, enough. money for yeah. people to sustain you know in society you know what i'm saying it's people that it's couples that's working both working 40 plus hours a week or whatever and still is getting you know what i'm saying yeah. some food snaps. let's think about that back when we were growing up you feel me Ten eight or ten dollars was a lot of money for an hour. You know what I'm saying? And our parents, I know from y'all parents, Auntie Lena and, the, and Uncle Tim, y'all was they was hustlers. Auntie Lena always made sure she had her money, and so did Uncle Tim. And they didn't get paid as much money as, as a lot of people are getting paid in California now. Like the fact that everyone getting paid twenty dollars versus back then when we were growing up, twenty dollars would have been enough to be able enough for you to live and survive. Mm-hmm. But now twenty dollars is nothing yeah. <laughs> for you to live yeah, in this nothing. society. And then a couple of years back, they did a survey of how much it would take for you to actually live in the state that you live in. To live in California and to live free, like no worries, you would all everyone would need to make thirty three dollars an hour to be able to live comfortably in california that's at and the minimum rate and the minimum wage in california is 15 dollars. is it yeah a matter of fact 15 is it 15 yeah as a matter of fact i think mcdonald's just mcdonald's just they went through a big giant you heard about that on news and stuff they was fighting to get their minimum wage push to at least $15 $15 and they finally passed it. So everybody working with dollars get paid $15 an hour. So I just went today. It's crazy. I took the kids to this place called Creams inside a Livermore's ice cream shop. Mm-hmm. And on the window it said that they was hiring. So mm-hmm. I went to close to look at it. And it said $13 an hour, man. So you show sure it was $15? It depends on, also depends on what county that you're in. And that's sad to say too. Yeah, it's true. Like San county, Francisco, yeah. it's, it's $15. It's that, that's so Livermore the, is $13. $13? Livermore mm-hmm. high. That's what I'm saying. Right? <laughs> that's, that's, but that's the problem in itself. Yeah. You feel me? It's not enough. It's not enough. And what everything's going up anyway. Everything's right. going up. What the old society norm was supposed to be that your income was supposed to be thirty percent of your, what you're supposed to pay for your home. Correct. And let's ask ourselves: Are we really paying thirty percent of our of our payment? Correct. Our, no, yeah. I pay fifty percent of my of my income goes to my rent. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So then the question would be: What can be done to get those prices and we get those amounts increased how many people there's power in numbers right how many people need to you know like what can be done at the at this point because they talk about a lot of people talk about you know they on welfare and they on this and they on that and they need to go get jobs they need to go do this but at the end of the day they, they, these people are hard-working people and they yeah, still are already are seeking help from the government you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying are still getting assistance yeah. and people look down on them like oh wow yeah they're getting the government assistance but at the end of the day it's like but i got a full-time job too and it's not enough you know what i'm saying yeah. like it's not enough what can you do this is why people breaking and kicking in doors and so on that you know what i'm saying that you who you know what i'm saying like because you got moving, to and unfortunately moving, you know moving, and moving out, out of too. state that's true living in a desert and all that just to survive yeah. you know just yeah. to maintain yeah it's it's just it i guess it comes with life i mean just those are the struggles on life but like as you mentioned earlier Lila, about moving mm-hmm. a lot of people have yeah. considered moving out of california you, you know you look, be, one, look on our brothers he done moved to, to georgia mm-hmm. he just bought his first house mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you it's just it's just the gamble but you know that all comes down to just being thankful what you do have because you never know who else doesn't have that and who's not grateful 
You know what I mean? Now or, who's not grateful? Or when you ain't gonna have it no more. Correct. The COVID. Correct. So, right. so that's what I'm saying. We complaining about the small stuff about yeah. wages, things like that. Think about how many people don't even have a job. You know, like you know what I'm saying. Like how many people that that are suffering. You know what I mean? It's, it's a struggle every day to wake up, open your eyelids. It's a struggle. Mm-hmm. So. My regards to that um, All of us who can give Give All those who can Go out their way to, to make a difference Make a difference Even if it's a small dent If this is just a small kick Make a difference somehow mm-hmm. You know what I mean Okay so I'm not sure if you guys Are interested Hopefully you guys Are interested But So we want to give back Somehow some way So we're going to be Basically passing out Free snow cones Ooh. Okay shout out to Sweet and snow In the 209 Okay, okay. That's right That's hey. right Uh huh You want something To quench your thirst Okay, okay, Janet. Get back to the community. <laughs> yes. Okay, so the following Friday, which is July the 2nd, from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m., we're going to be out, um, I think, on Weber and Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And um, that's right underneath the Stockton Overpass. Is the, I think it's the south from the DMV uh, Department of Vehicles, right there. Right literally down the street from the DMV. You'll see us right there. We'll have a little tent up, a little booth up. We have like a small little tent, and we'll just be passing out waters, ice cold waters. We don't serve our hot waters, y'all. We don't do that. Ice cold to the bone, along with sneeze, sweet, sweet snow and the snow cones. Okay, give them back, whatever. And we're going to pass them out till they run out, for surely. We're passing them out to the uh, less fortunate and those around in the community that, right. you know, want to beat the heat. Yes, you ma'am. Know? If we can heat. give you a pool, we would. Right. You yeah, we're going to be in the pool with y'all. We need to beat this. Even it's going to get hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> About to get hot. Come in your bathing suits. No, I'm just playing. Yeah, so if you want to contribute to the cause, you want to contribute to, you know, what our mission, what we're trying to do, um, you can always follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Official Talk Lavish, um, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Official Talk Lavish. Just send us a message. You know, you can donate there if you like to. So until next time. Until next time.